Hello, friends. Have you noticed that you can get caught up in consuming content? Or maybe you notice you are hyper, hyper focused on the doing. Empaths, we often consume. And I know because that was me too, soaking up information from all my favorite teachers and mentors. But it wasn't until I started focusing more on the being and embodiment work that the door to massive clarity was finally unlocked. And I no longer got confused about what was my energy versus everybody else's. I was able to become a more clear channel for creation and as a result, transform my life, business, and health. In fact, my meditation and embodiment practice is what helped me have a nearly $40,000 month this past January, see the highest downloaded month of the podcast, and finally release a lot of unnecessary stress. And my clients felt it and saw it in their lives too. It wasn't reading more articles. It wasn't doing more busy work. So I'm inviting you to graduate from the spongy empath consumer into the self-activated sovereign healer. You can take your podcast listening experience from, ooh, I feel seen, heard, and inspired to, holy shit, I actually feel different. My being has shifted. I am the embodiment of the woman I desire to be. The Third Eye Collective is a simple way to upgrade your experience and commit not only to a meditation practice that complements your healing, but also receive personalized coaching so you can be clear on what direct actions to implement into your highest goals. There are two simple ways to get involved at $11 or $22 a month with no commitment. So if this is calling your name, join this amazing and growing community. I just felt this like deep sense of relief. Like I'm getting goosebumps just even thinking about this. Just my intuition saying like, thank God, girl, you're finally showing up for yourself. Like what took you so long? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. In today's episode, you are going to hear me chat with my friend, Carly Sweet. She once worked in the intense corporate fashion world of New York City and took a turn to become a self-care coach and author of the book, Boundaries of Soul. She now lives outside of Seattle, Washington. You're going to hear Carly and I discuss what self-care really means, how we've created strong, soulful boundaries in our life how to say and give yourself permission to say no. We're going to chat all about essential oils and we're going to get into some juicy details of how we both actually removed our IUDs recently and the power of friendship and sisterhood and community as an entrepreneur and as an oil business owner. I think you guys are going to love this episode, so let's dive in. Hi, Carly. Welcome to the show. Hey, Sarah. Thanks for having me. I am so glad to have you on. And I just want everyone who's listening to know that you are an extra special guest because you are also my oil mentor with doTERRA. And it's just proof that this oils business can really connect you with freaking amazing women. And I am extra excited to have you on today. So can you start by telling listeners a little bit about your transition from corporate fashion in New York yeah. City, so like literally 
across the country from where you are now, <laughs> across the country, and now you are this amazing self-care coach and author. Yeah. You know, this, I, I reflect on my journey and it's, it's so familiar and so crazy at the same time. So I started, um, I went to school for fashion. I moved to New York when I graduated in 2012, worked for some really big fashion companies in their corporate offices and found myself so wrapped up in other people and what other people wanted in my personal relationships and my professional relationships. And <clears throat> I thought that at the time, that's what made me a good person. That's what made me a good employee, a good partner, a good friend. And things were going well until they weren't. <laughs> and things kind of went downhill and my health started to take a turn. I was constantly bloated. I thought, I literally thought unbuttoning your pants after every meal was normal. Um, I had itchy patches on my eyelids. I drank pretty much every single night with my friends. Um, I had such a shopping problem, partly because I worked in the industry, partly because it was helping to fill a void that I was feeling. Um, and I was in this relationship at a time that real at that time that really was not doing any good for me. Um, my self-worth, my self-love, there was, there was none of that. And I started going out, I started going to the gym and I hated the gym. I've, I have never been a huge workout fan. And I started going to the gym and found this incredible trainer and it wasn't the working out. It wasn't the trainer. It wasn't, you know, the gym. It was committing moments to myself each day. Mm -hmm. And that grew and grew and grew. I eventually enrolled at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Sarah's also an alum. Um, and I started my journey with coaching and quit my corporate job in New York, moved to Seattle with my fiance that I met at work. <laughs> I always joke he's the best thing that came out of that job. And also just discovered that my unhappiness, my, these feelings of not enough self-love really stemmed from always giving too much, always pleasing too much, never standing up for myself, never setting boundaries. So now as a self-care coach, it's truly my mission to help the people pleasers of the world take back control of their lives and not feel bad about doing it. Yeah, that's amazing. Can you go back into your shoes a little bit that day that you like put in your your notice to quit that corporate job that I'm assuming probably had like benefits and a great salary? And I mean, you took a huge risk <laughs> by saying like, you know, this isn't aligned with me and my my soul's purpose and, and growth. And you decided to create those boundaries and, and take a different path. But if you go go back into those shoes, what did that feel like for you? Oh my gosh. I mean, as you can imagine, like I'm sweating bullets. My hands were like so clammy, mm -hmm. um, just felt such a sense of like, am I doing the right thing? What are people going to think of me? I'm really letting my boss down because the, the, the company had big plans for me to eventually take over my manager's position. I worked on an e-commerce team, so it was a really fast paced, competitive environment. And I just didn't want it. So I'm, I'm sitting at the table with her and 
the words start coming out before I even realize what I'm saying. And I just felt this like deep sense of relief. Like I'm getting goosebumps just even thinking about this, just my intuition saying like, thank God, girl, you're finally showing up for yourself. Like what took you so long? And I was met with such love and support. And quite honestly, a lot of my first coaching clients came from the people that I worked with at this corporate fashion company. And it just, it just proved to me like the world, the world needs this work and the world needs, needs, you know, more healers and more coaches in this, in this space. And it's like the universe made way, made way and made space for me. Beautiful. Okay. So now you are a self-care coach. What does self-care really mean to you? What does it look like in your everyday life? Oh my gosh. Okay. This question I love so much. Thank you for asking because I think self-care, well, it's certainly a buzzword these days. Everyone's talking about self-care and self-care to me and my deep private personal beliefs about self-care. It's not going to get a manicure every Monday or, you know, eating chocolate cake in the bathtub. Yes. Sometimes it's so awesome to treat ourselves like that. But to me, self-care is, it's about these small moments throughout our day where we're really tuned into our feelings. We are aware, we are mindful, and then we're making decisions out of that confident and secure place. So for me, I talk a lot about boundaries and a lot about emotional self-care and learning how to say no, standing your ground, communicating your needs. These are all types of of really important self-care. And that's the self-care I'm working on spreading the message of because at the end of the day, that's the shit that matters. And that's, that's what really makes us fully happy. And of course, you know, weaving in, taking a bath, doing yoga, going for a walk. These are all very important things that we can do as we're working on tackling those bigger ideas of emotional self-care. Beautiful. So my last episode, episode 10, was with Andrew, my boyfriend slash spouse. He always corrects me because we're technically common law married. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a lot of buzz around that episode. And you brought up your partner, Corbin. And so I just want to ask you a little bit about, so you went from this transition, like you evolved and changed as a person to become a a woman who puts herself first and who prioritizes self-care. How is your your partner part of that? How does your relation come in? relationship come into that as well. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting. I'll I'll never forget a bit of a story about me and Corbett. I'll never forget when we first started dating and we're walking down Third Avenue and I'm not kidding. This is maybe our second date. And he's like, so like what do you want to be doing in five years? And I'm like, this is not a light you ask that. <laughs> I know, right? And I'm like and it, it, it hit me at such a time in my life that I was like, none of this, literally yeah. none of this. And I had this moment of clarity. And ever since, I mean, Corbin and I have been together ever since our first date, like without, without question. And ever since, he has been such a constant supporter of my growth. He is... He is not a people pleaser, so we've definitely had to do some communication around like 
why sometimes it's hard for me to express things, why sometimes I can't find the right words, why sometimes I shut down um, or give too much to people who don't deserve it. Um, and he certainly learned a lot along the way too. And he's always just, he always says like, I'm just so proud of all of the growth that you've shown. And yes, I'm certainly a different person, but in such a positive way that I'm able to give more to our relationship at such a deeper level um, without feeling this like sense of insecurity that I used to feel in my old relationships. Like I'd hold on so tight because I'd be way too scared they'd leave if I let go any, any slight bit. Mm -hmm. So it's been really cool to watch our relationship just become this really solid, solid foundation to our lives. Yeah. You evolve and grow with each other. Yeah. I have like yeah. goosebumps. And so I like love, love. <laughs> I love hearing about love. So thank you for sharing. It's uh, so crazy. It's so crazy. Let's talk a little bit about oils and how oils play into your self-care practice. I, you know, we talked about it not just being eating chocolate cake in the bathtub, but <laughs> you know, how do, how do oils play into just all aspects of your self-care and, and routine? Yeah. You know, essential oils, I, it's like one of those things, they're one of those things that you don't know how much you need them until you have them. Yeah. Like, what did I ever do? I'm sure you can relate. <laughs> I know. Um, and it's like, what did I do without these? Uh-huh. And what I really love about essential oils that I did not expect, I did not anticipate this was they really give me a moment to myself each and every day. Um, there are little like tools of self-care that I have scattered throughout my house. So mm -hmm. on my bathroom vanity, I have um, my AM and PM roller balls filled with oils just for my skin. And they smell so incredible that every time that I put them on in the morning or in the evening, the scents just take me back to the day after day after day of using these oils and there's something so grounding about scent, mm -hmm. right? Especially when they're familiar and tied to a positive experience. Yeah. Waking up in the morning, setting my intentions, using the rollers or before I climb into bed. Um, it just creates this pocket of time for me that I used to just completely neglect. Like I used to go to bed with my makeup on every <laughs> night in New York for sure especially after a night out, mm -hmm. I'd used to roll out of bed, coat on makeup. Now it's like I barely wear it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my skin starts to speak for itself with the, how these oils can really change us. And, you know, and then there's creating detox baths for myself. Um, something I like to do every Sunday by myself. Corbin knows it's my time. <laughs> Please <laughs> do not interrupt me. Um, based on, on what I'm needing and also just the immense support I get digestion wise, overall immune system. I haven't been sick in quite a long time. Thank, thank goodness. I'm so thankful for that. Um, and at the end of the day, like I said, these oils are really just tools that allow people, especially those who might have a hard time doing it, create moments for themselves that don't necessarily feel like this extravagant self-care, mm -hmm. but it really is. <laughs> yeah. 
And you can literally make over like your entire medicine cabinet. I like what you said in the beginning there about how not really knowing that you like wanted or needed these oils so badly until you have them in your, in your cupboard and your medicine cabinet and in your purse and in your car and in your bathroom and all the places. Uh, but I know I used to, you know, I, when I didn't have them, I would reach for the anti-inflammatory drugs or the yeah. antihistamines. And they're such a beautiful um, alternative in a natural solution to things that, you know, are destroying your gut and um, even the cleaning products. Do you use them for cleaning oh products gosh. as well? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I just made this like amazing couch spray yesterday. This I have lived a very exciting life, guys. I made this couch <laughs> spray and because I have two dogs, right? And okay, yeah. a fabric couch. Mm -hmm. And normally, like, I don't even know what you would do, but I was like, this kind of smells like dogs. And I made this spray. It was um, rosemary, lemon, bergamot, and eucalyptus mm -hmm. with um, some baking soda, vinegar, and um, just water mm -hmm. and a bit of rubbing alcohol. Sprayed it all over the couch, just let it kind of soak in and then vacuumed it up once it was fully dry. Yeah. And I mean, Amazing. like, what? This is so simple and it cost me maybe 75 cents. Right, right. <laughs> okay, That's I'm going to need that recipe because as you know, I have my little Bella at home and we're planning on getting a second one too. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're going to need that couch spray, especially Andrew wants a Great Dane, so that dog's going to take up a lot of space yeah. on the couch. That's for sure. That's for sure. No okay. Problem. So do you have any examples of how, um, with stronger boundaries, uh, mm -hmm. you have been able to, and learned how to say, say no to some of the things maybe you would have, you know, been more in that people pleaser version of yourself in the past. So how did you learn to say no? And how did you learn how to create some of these strong, soulful boundaries in your life? Oh my gosh. It is... If I were to tell you saying no was easy for me, I'd be lying. First and foremost, I'm not like an amazing person at saying no. I think I just have such a better awareness of when I need to be saying no now. <clears throat> so if someone's struggling with saying no, I really encourage you, the first step is to, when you're faced with a decision and maybe you feel a little too much pressure to give an answer right away, never be afraid to ask for more time. Take a step back, figuratively, literally take a step back and really tune into your body. I found, you know, a lot of people when they're faced with, with a decision and they feel like they should be saying no, um, they start to feel it in their gut. They start to feel it in their chest. They start to feel it maybe in their throat. And they, that's usually a sign that your, your higher self, your intuition is saying like, hello, please pay attention to me. This is not good for us. Um, so once you learn how to hear that voice and then begin to learn to trust that little voice, saying no might still remain hard, but learning when we should be saying no becomes much easier. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm getting married in August. Corbin and I's wedding, <clears throat> excuse me, is in August. And <laughs> let me just tell you, planning a wedding is a test of boundaries. I mean, People have been coming at us from all angles, requesting things from us. And that has been a really big test of my ability to say no. And it's been really cool to watch everyone respect our wishes. 
Um, and at the same time, I get to, to flex my boundaries a little bit more. Um, and it's, it's very reassuring to me because I know on that big day, like things will be the way that we want them and the way that we intended. Um, there won't be, there won't be any resentment. Hopefully there won't be any lack of communication. And I mean, you hear stories all the time about like bridezillas and terrible wedding, you know, the days of the wedding that just go absolutely terrible. And I think at the end of the day, it all comes down to a lack of boundaries within all of these really close knit parties. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So you actually wrote a book on this. What inspired you? And it's a workbook style book. So Mm -hmm. um, tell us about the book and what inspired you to create this. You know, it's so funny. It's, it was one of those things that I was like, I have to write a book on this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I actually did the, um, IIN write your dream book course or launch your dream book course. And I had just led a retreat in Costa Rica in November, 2015. And the theme of the retreat was love yourself first, something that felt so personal to me. Right. And it was in those moments that I was like, Oh, sorry. It was November, 2016. Mm -hmm. It was in those moments where I was like, this is where I am in my life. I feel so comfortable and so enthusiastic about teaching it that I I need to spread it to others. So quickly became the theme of the retreat. And as I worked through the content for the five days in Costa Rica, it became really apparent to me that I had a book on my hands and when I watched the reactions of everyone at the end of the week, kind of just have all of these realizations of where they needed to create boundaries in their lives. I was like, Oh man, I really have a book on my hands. So I started writing. I love to write. That is like one of my newfound passions. Um, I started writing and just this book came out of me like, I could have typed it with my eyes closed. Like Mm -hmm. it was there. And, you know, the first step in the book is to just understand what you value. And I think a lot of us, especially if you're a people pleaser, I've talked to quite a few people pleasers in my day Mm -hmm. and we can lose track of what we value. Definitely. We lose ourselves in others. We lose ourselves in comparing ourselves to others. Um, we lose ourselves in what we think we should be doing or what society tells us we need to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I really challenge everyone within the first chapter to sit down and start creating a list of what's important to you. Like get to it and like, don't feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. And that is for sure the most important part of the boundary building journey and honestly, my favorite part of my book, because that's where it all begins. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I, um, I also think that we can give ourselves permission to change what's important. Right. So like those values, if I look at myself 10 years ago, even three years ago, my, what was important to me is different than what's important to me now. And it's like, we, 
at least I used to put myself in this kind of container that it was like, well, this is what you decided you wanted, so you have to stick to it. And eventually I broke out of that mindset and was like, no, I'm allowed to change whenever, wherever, however I want and keep evolving and changing as, as Sarah Small and this human that I want to be and become. And um, that's helped me too, is just giving myself permission, not only to say no and have boundaries, but also keep changing my priorities and keep changing what's important to me. Oh, totally. And I'm sure like, as you made those decisions, you saw how quickly the universe will support you, you know, whether it's financially or sending the right person into your life or the right opportunity. Like as soon as you declare what's important to you, everything kind of just starts to fall together. Yeah. And I, I, I read this email the other day and it was like, all you have to do is decide, just Mm -hmm. decide. What is it that you want? What is it that you value? What is it that you want to be this year, this month today? Mm -hmm. Just make a decision. Yeah. And start. Right. And then, yeah, there's less force and there's more just ease and allowing and like letting things flow into our lives organically. And when we do give ourselves permission to change, then we stop trying to fit into something we're not. And the universe does just like show up and reward us and support us. And I know I felt like, okay, yeah, the universe really has my back when I'm true to myself and not trying to be something that I'm not. Um, This is actually a great segue into something that we both just experienced, which is allowing more space in our life. (laughs) We both had our IUDs removed in the last like month or two. So um, tell me a little bit about your experience and what inspired you to have your IUD removed. And just for our listeners, IUD is an inner uterine device. It's a form of, you can get hormonal or non-hormonal IUDs for birth control. Yes. So I have, I was on birth control since I was 15 years old. Like a lot of women around our age, you know, we start birth control really young. No one was really talking about the side effects. It was just seemed that it was just like viewed as a way to have really convenient periods (laughs) and without a lot of pain or acne or exhaustion. And so I started at 15, um, you know, went through all different types of birth control up until um, I was 26. I decided to get the, or 25, I decided to get the um, Skyla IUD. So I had been on NuvaRing for about six years before. So I definitely had a detox of the synthetic estrogen. um, And then Skyla is progesterone only. So I was still getting synthetic hormones. And I also still had something foreign inside of my body that I didn't know what it was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I am someone who discovered their anxiety later on in life. Um, I had a panic attack at that corporate fashion job and I didn't know what was going on. Like I thought I was just being emotional. Like I've been told my whole life, like you're just too emotional. Stop being so emotional. Um, And now that I'm this is a bit of a tangent, but it all comes together. Now that I'm more aware and respectful of what's truly going on, um, my body just has totally become happier and more, more even and consistent. And so in early 2018, um, my anxiety, exhaustion, I mean, everything just kind I always say like, it just shit hit the fan. Yeah. And to the point where Corbin and I were like struggling, and this was not that long ago, right? This was early 2018. So we 
had been talking like, okay, what do we do? Do we need a, you know, couples counselor? Do we need a therapist? Like what's happening? Because I was not myself. I couldn't get out of bed. I was exhausted. I had no sense of humor. I literally could not laugh at myself. Um, I just felt this like fog constantly Mm -hmm. surrounding my brain. It was hard for me to to be creative. And when you own your own company, you have to be creative almost every day, every moment really. And um, so work became really hard. And that's when I knew things were wrong because I, I love my work so much. Not to say I don't love Corbin so much, but right couples fight and they go through rough patches, but this was different. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I read about Sarah's story as well and something kind of like clicked and I had to get my IUD out in June anyway. So I was already planning on removing it, but this just really expedited the process for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the moment that it was removed, I was like, Oh, cool. That was cool. But like two hours later, I was at target. I remember I was like sitting in the target parking lot and everything, I kid you not, like felt brighter. Everything looked brighter. I just felt such a sense of clarity and like just a connection back to myself that I haven't felt in 13 years, mm-hmm. you know? And it was just, it's been mind blowing to me the changes. Corbin immediately noticed within 48 hours, he was like, you are a completely different person. Like he literally said, I'm so glad that you came back. Wow. That's super powerful. And I mean, I'm just hypothesizing here, but I feel like if you had gone to a doctor, they might've been like, Oh, you're depressed or you have anxiety and they would have potentially given you a medication that had no end date to it. And It was just as simple as, you know, everyone's different, right? And to each their own, we all have to make our own choices about our feminine bodies. Um, But just taking that little thing out, right, was like, boom, world, like, just changed for me. Totally, totally, you know, and I... I live in Seattle, so I'm really grateful that we have access to such natural, holistic-minded practitioners. Um, So I I was working with this holistic midwife, and, you know, she told me, she was like, if you don't feel a change in everything within the next, you know, month, let's look at your diet. And I was like, thank you so much, honestly, for being an advocate of the way food affects how we feel. And I know it's, I mean, it's, it's so refreshing to hear. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there were days where I was like, am I like Googling like seasonal depression? Am I depressed? And there were days I was like, yep, this is me. Like, this is what it is. And again, it's tapping into your intuition. It's tapping into that little voice that says, okay, no, there's something more. Please listen to me. Please listen. And for me, what I had started to experience was I did not have any bleeding on my IUD up until early 2018. Mm -hmm. And in January, 2018, I started to get breakthrough bleeding or maybe November, you know, a little bit here and there. And something in my mind was like, my hormones are changing. Something is changing. This has never happened before. Why now? what triggered this out of, out of nowhere? Why? Mm -hmm. 
And most of us are never taught to ask these questions to our bodies, right? And never dig, dig in. It's like, oh, damn it. I got my period. Yeah. So like it's this annoying thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right? And I was like, no, no, something is going on. And then all of these emotional changes started happening. And I was like, my body needs this out. Yeah. Yeah. And you listen to your intuition and got it out. I, I was talking to my coach about my experience with my IUD being removed and I posted about it too, where when I went in, uh, the nurse practitioner, you know, put the speculum in and was like, oh yeah, it's already ejecting itself. Like (laughs) your body is literally like removing it on its own. And I think that's part of our body's innate wisdom. It's so smart, so knowledgeable. And there's this foreign thing in my uterus that is not, you know, meant to be there. So yeah, my body was already ejecting it and, or rejecting it. And when I then after, you know, it was super easy, you know, like didn't hurt to come out or anything super simple. Um, but I immediately felt a shift too, where I was like, Whoa, like I felt very emotional at first, but I just let myself be emotional. Cause I think my body was just like relieved and experiencing all these things that I maybe was blocking out before. But also when I was talking to my coach, we were talking about how the womb is literally creation energy. And that's where babies are made, right? And where we we incubate the little babies. And uh, so there's creation energy there, yes, for like birth, human life, but also our creative energy and our sacral chakra. And as entrepreneurs, you and I, it's we love being creative. Yes. Also required that we have some creativity, right? To to, um, do what we do and keep ourselves, hold ourselves accountable. And so I I feel like it makes a lot of sense. Like, yes, there's this physical thing, like blocking your creative energy center of your body. And then once it's out, the energy can flow more freely and, and it's, it's liberating, very liberating. So yeah, I, um, I was very happy I made that decision. And now it's, it's a whole new learning experience. I don't know how you feel about this, but, uh, now I'm using several apps, um, and the basal, um, thermometer, right, to do my temperature and do self-checks and learning, like, all about my cervix and the, my, like, you know, sorry, ladies, if this is TMI, but your discharge (laughs) and, like, really, I never paid attention to that shit before, like, and it's beautiful, and we get to learn more about ourselves and our cycles, and I'm even implementing within my business, okay, I have this natural cycle, how can I actually utilize that cycle for my, for my business and figure out when am I energized versus when do I need to hibernate and take, you know, self coming back to self care, take care of myself a little bit. So yeah, it's, um, yeah, really powerful to, to feel the shift in like literally in your entire body emotionally and physically. All right. So I want to just come back to oils for a second with you because we were talking about boundaries and I, I know you have some amazing suggestions for oils to use to help maintain, create, uphold strong boundaries. Which oils would you use for, for boundaries? Oh my gosh. There are two immediately come to mind. So melaleuca, which is tea tree oil. Tea tree oil was actually the first oil, side note, that I was ever introduced to. Yeah. It's a store-bought brand. <laughs> and my mom gave it to me when I had, like, cut my arm on something. And she was like, oh, use tea tree oil. And I was like, this smells really weird. <laughs> um, I've now since, now that we're using 
pure oils have grown to love the smell. Mm -hmm. Um, But melaleuca is the oil of energetic boundaries. So just like it helps to aid the skin in healing and create boundaries from, you know, harmful bacteria, it helps to create boundaries within ourselves emotionally. So I really encourage people, I, I work very selectively with private one-on-one clients, but I just was talking to one of my clients and was like, okay, she like, she knew she had this big event coming up and she was like really nervous about the way that it was going to go. Cause she had to announce something pretty big and knew she was going to get pushed back. And I was like, okay, here's what we do. We're putting Melaleuca you're putting melaleuca on the bottom of your feet before you go in. And not only are you just putting melaleuca on there, as you're applying it, I want you to like lovingly rub this into your feet. I want you to think about how it's going to feel when you stand your ground in this situation. Mm -hmm. I want you to envision what it's going to feel like once that is over. And I want you to also envision this oil protecting your body, your energetic body. And so I texted her, you know, a few hours after that meeting and I was like, so how'd it go? She was like, it went so well. It couldn't have better. I feel so supported and listened to. And now I feel really excited because they know how I feel. I was not violate. My boundaries were not violated in any way. And I'm just now genuinely excited about moving forward. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, these are strong, you know? And it's, it's, it's not just the oils, right? It's the intention that the oils can help us create. Yes. Scent is a very powerful thing. Um, what is it like how many seconds to your bloodstream and then how many 22? Yeah. Like 22 seconds to get. Yeah. And then eventually it's like every, in in your entire body within like, I think it's two minutes or something. Mm -hmm. They work fast too. They work fast and they are so incredible. And the second oil is one of my favorites. Um, it's a proprietary blend. It's called On Guard. And On Guard is great for the immune system. I'm sure you guys have heard Sarah talk about it before. Yeah. Um, it is a protective blend. And if you look it up in the beautiful Emotions and Essential Oils book, it is a protective blend that helps us ward off harmful pathogens to our, our energetic body, mm-hmm. right? It's filled with all of these natural antibacterial, antiparasitic, antimicrobial, antibacterial, all of these different oils that help us ward off this unwanted energy. So when we apply this oil, um, I I recently led a workshop and I had people think about where they feel the boundary violation happen in their body. Mine's my gut, right? My nauseated knots. Talk Mm -hmm. about that in my book. Um, I I encourage people to take a moment, put themselves in a time where a small boundary violation occurred, but where you felt you could, your intuition kind of spoke up. And then, and then from there, focus on where you feel that physically. And then I suggest applying on guard to that spot. Of course, not if it's like up your nose, in your ears or in your eyeballs. I have to say that. (laughs) Um, Right. Exactly. (laughs) Um, 
because then, then you have that extra protection, right? You have that extra protection in that spot that might feel vulnerable in certain instances when we need more protection. Yeah. Okay. So on guard, I, yes, absolutely love it. And so I think it's beautiful because not only does it, you know, help support the immune system, but there is like this energetic side that you were just talking about. So like energy vampires, parasitic people. And I always diffuse on guard when we have, you know, any guests over at the home that might be potentially like, you know, people who I know are going to intrude my boundaries or have some bad juju, some bad energy. I diffuse my on guard. But then on the physical level, same as you said, I, especially with autoimmune disease, I used to get sick all the freaking time. Yeah. Like it was just nonstop. I was susceptible to anything. I would like try to bury my face around anyone who was sick. So I'm like, oh, yep, I'm definitely getting that. And now I go, if I am around anybody who is a little stiffly, I go home and I take my on guard soft gel and I, it's amazing. Like I, I don't get sick anymore. And it's so, as an entrepreneur, it's amazing because when you're sick, you can't, you know, you're not as energized to do your, your, run your business. And now I'm like, yeah, I still take days off and I rest, but I feel much more energized because I'm not getting sick all the time. Absolutely. So we are both entrepreneurs and have left our previous careers to start our own businesses. And both of us have an oil business as well. So can you talk a little bit about what it's like and some of the amazingness of, of why you decided to, to join doTERRA and start an oils business as an entrepreneur? Oh my gosh. Yes. Because this, this story, like everything, it all changes so much than what we originally intend. And so I, I bought some bracelets off of Etsy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if you've heard this story. I, I don't think so. <laughs> Etsy. And, you know, like cute little, um, like Mala bracelets. Oh, from Jess. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Keep going with your story. <laughs> so they come to me and they're like this adorable package. And I'm like going through this really big spiritual transition. Like it's a time I'm a new coach. I'm living in Seattle. I'm really discovering what I want. So these, these oils or not the oils, Freudian slip, these um, bracelets come and there's this quote and it's like, she decided to be the light or something. I still have it thumbtacked on my um, cork board. Awesome. Oh my God. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And whatever, wear the bracelets, blah, blah, blah. Like three weeks later, as per usual in Jess's style, I get a follow-up and She's like, hey, have you ever thought about adding oils to your coaching business? And I had gotten so many of these messages, right? And I'm like, oh, but I, I opened Jess's message and I'm like, oh my God, it's her. It's the woman who sent me that quote and who in that pivotal moment of my life was, was there for me in a way she didn't know, right? But mm-hmm. she's just spreading her love into the world and then she followed up with me and it felt like everything was falling into place, which of course it was. And so I responded, I'm like, absolutely sign me up. And the oils really, I just had this conversation the other day. Yes, the oils are absolutely incredible. I love them. I don't, I literally don't know what we would do without them in our household, but what I love so much about doTERRA that is absolutely invaluable to me is the community of women that it has connected me with because 
I mean, Sarah and I wouldn't be having this conversation more than likely. Um, And it opened up the opportunity to connect with other like-minded individuals who have been on a path of, of change. Um, And it filled this void that I really was missing of literally soul sisters, like not to sound cliche, but when you go through this huge path of transformation, people fall off from your life, right? You lose friends, maybe family starts to think you're a little crazy. Um, But you pick up some really incredible humans along the way if you're open to receiving them. Yeah, I totally agree. I, and Jess is the one who enrolled me too. And she followed up (laughs) several times and I was like, oh, this doTERRA thing. And then (laughs) something was different about her and her energy. And I was like, no, it's like, so I, I decided to order the oils. Obviously they're amazing. So I fell in love with them. They're the highest quality oils that I have ever experienced. I used to buy my oils at like Marshall's and TJ Maxx. You guys don't ever do that. (laughs) Please don't. We will send you samples. I will send you free oils. Don't do that. But, um, no, just, um, I was excited to be a part of her community that she built and then continue to build my own community too and connect to amazing women, spiritual women, women who are the light and are spreading their light with the world. And then it clicked. I was like, oh, this isn't just, there's no, there's absolutely no yuck here. Actually, this is amazing. Like these women are genuine and soulful. The oils are fucking amazing. Why wouldn't I do this? And it has now uh, been a beautiful and seamless part of my autoimmune tribe business to also have a doTERRA business and be able to incorporate the oils not only into my own personal use and self-care and ritual, but also be able to connect with amazing women. I keep saying amazing, but it's because it's really amazing. And uh, yeah, now I have you and I have many other soul sisters that I have connected with and just built this community that, you know, as an online entrepreneur or anyone who just works remotely, you know, you're at home in your office by yourself most of the time. And it's also a way for, for you and me and, and the rest of our team to be able to connect outside of that and, and feel like you, you still have the, these authentic connections and community, even though you may be sitting at your desk by yourself or with your dog, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's so true. And I, I find myself telling people all the time, I'm like, when as an entrepreneur, do you, like if you're a sole one person, right? When as an entrepreneur, when do you get the opportunity to collaborate and brainstorm with people on a daily basis without fear of competition, without fear of, you know, scarcity? It really, it forces you to change your mindset around the way that you view business and the way that you approach it. And it is so powerful if you really buckle up and dig in and, it has completely changed my business. And like I said, the connections I've made along the way are just like invaluable. That's part. Yeah. I mean, like I'm inviting these women to my wedding. Like, it's not like they're like, (laughs) it's not like they're like these fake connections where we like tag each other in Instagram posts. Like these are real connections and a lot of Instagram tagging too. (laughs) Yeah. 
Beautiful. So we're running out of time here, but I want to thank you so much for joining me today, Carly. I, I love chatting with you. We get to talk every week or pretty much every week. Like I said, <laughs> these people are my friends now, but it was amazing to have you on the podcast as well. So I just wanted to ask you before we wrap up, if you can let the listeners know how can they find you, work with you, see all of your magic, and then let's also tell them how they can join our doTERRA team as well. Absolutely. So everything I do is housed on my website. It's Carly, C-A-R-L-E-Y, Sweet, S-C-H-W-E-E-T.com. So CarlySweet.com. I have been writing and creating so much lately. Um, There's a great self-care blog on my website where you can read all about self-care, emotional, physical, whatever it is that you're needing. Um, There's also some information about joining our doTERRA team under the essential oils part. Um, You can either become a customer or join us in the leadership portion. We would love to have you. Information can be found there. Also, um, there is a spot on that page for my book as well. If you're interested in learning more about boundaries, if you're ready to say no to the things you hate, please check out Boundaries with Soul. It's also on Amazon. Yay. Thank you. I will link to those in the show notes. And thanks again for being on the show today. Thanks for having me, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If you loved this episode and want to support the creation of future episodes, please leave a five-star review below. I'd also love to hear from you on social media. Screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram or Facebook at Autoimmune Tribe. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.